0: Good morning and welcome to the Always 100 Podcast, episode 96. It is officially wildcard weekend. The playoffs are here. 18 weeks have just flown by. It has snowed in the D.C. area. It's going to snow again tomorrow night. So this is definitely playoff weather. And we are just delighted to have you guys aboard with us today. Uh, my name is quinn mckenzie i'm the host of the always 100 podcast and before i introduce my uh uh co-hosts and panelists for uh the show today find the show on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts. like subscribe rate the show we would love if you did that that would be um really 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 good stuff if you guys did that for us. So uh, that's all the pleasantries out the way. This is episode ninety six, and I'm joined each week by my esteemed panelists and co-hosts. First up, my mom Mona. Mom, it, it my my, my it, it, Cowboys Niners. That's all I got for you. It, it, it's time here. It, it's are we going to see the Cowboys do cowboy things, or are we going to see the Cowboys? go to Tampa Bay next week for the NFC divisional playoff and take their chances there.
1: Well, if you mean the Cowboys doing Cowboys things means winning, then yeah, that's what they're going to do and go to Tampa Bay next week.
0: I I mean, that's part, that's part of the Cowboy things, but I think you know what I meant on Cowboys things. That's okay. Yeah.
1: Look, do you think I want to come out my mouth and talk about all the stuff that can keep them home? No, no.
0: No, of course not. But, but but don't don't worry. You'll have all the time in the world to give us all the opinions you want about the Dallas Cowboys. Next up on the list, the founder of the McKenzie Report Facebook group, my Uncle Jamie. Uh the Giants fired Joe Judge. I, I just and I and I think I won't speak for you as a Giants fan, but uh from the the messages and the videos that I've watched uh giants nation is not exactly sad to see joe judge go
2: actually i think we're more happier that uh the general manager gentleman is gone and forced to retire but yeah joe judge uh see you i have no quines No qualms either one i think he was over his head and you know a special team coach to a head coach nah not really so I'm not really <laughs> sad or glad. I'm just really worried about who's coming next to the door. And hopefully we can turn it around. This is our third coach in six years. Yeah, and the record, yeah. none of them have a record over five or six wins. So mm. yeah, I'm looking for a great turnaround. Yeah. Going up from well, here.
0: Yeah. I know what, well, we'll start the show talking about some of the coach firings. But the bottom line is the league is better when the blue bloods are good. And what the, the the like, well, we'll get into it, but get it together, Giants. You're a joke. Like, like honestly, no one gives a damn about you because you're irrelevant. Get it together, please. Like, for all of us, please get it together. Uh, finally, Michael Trevor, whose Steelers miraculously made the playoffs, thanks to Carson Wentz. Uh, uh, uh Uncle Trevor, I, 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 I know, I know you're picking the Chiefs. We won't, we will spoil that for, we will spoil that for everybody. But you got to be at least, like, happy the Steelers are in the playoffs like because they had no business making it. So, I, how you feeling?
3: I mean, I didn't – I mean, they're going to get humiliated again. So, I mean – but I didn't like what was going on in the, in the Chargers-Raiders game. So, that's what really – that's what really – I didn't want to see them playing for a tie. That's what really bugged me more than anything. But, I mean, you know, uh, you I mean, they, they uh, need to probably have a mercy on this game tomorrow night. I don't know why they put this game on prime time on a Sunday night. They like, right. like they're, they're getting glee, glee, gleeful and watching Pittsburgh get destroyed in front of everybody, the whole nation watching. Put that today uh, at 4.30. Big Ben's uh, so when, when nobody can see it. <laughs> on Sunday night, everybody's been watching it and laughing at Pittsburgh.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. They're all
2: national television, TV though. Traffic, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs>
3: oh, but every
0: phenomenal. game is
3: national TV though.
0: Oh, that <laughs> no, Saturday at
3: four thirty is the least watch Saturday at four thirty, nobody's be watching the game today. No one can
0: That's oh, at least at the least
3: interesting game.
0: Oh, that, is, <laughs> the that is phenomenal. Oh, out gosh, of respect that, for Big Ben. They put it on national television. It, all Sunday, Big like, Ben football, Swansea. Right. Yep. They, out that, of that respect. To ben. That's not That's so not disrespectful. That's not disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, but, but look, uh, we're, we're going to get into that. You, in your last game? Huh? 50 what, or nothing what? in your last game is
3: disrespectful. Wow.
0: Situation. Wow. <laughs> Well, I don't know if they are going to lose that badly, but we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that very shortly. But look, uh, let, let, let's get right into it, guys. We thank y'all for joining us. Uh, uh, look, uh, really busy week uh, in the NFL. Really, really busy week here. I uh, We're, we're going to start on the coach firings because it really started off kind of crazy and it, Ended. It's gonna end just as crazy with these games here, but, and a far more serious thing. We we're gonna start last Sunday night, though. I know Brandon Staley's not getting fired, but, but um, I, 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 I think me and Bob have a mutual just disdain for this guy now because per, the first thing is he 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 cost the charge. He, he by himself cost the charges a playoff spot twice. So, really you know, re- really, really not happy with him. Um, I, I, I'm, I don't know what he was doing. The Raiders, the Raiders hate the Chargers so much, but they liked him at least a little bit to give him a playoff spot. And the stupid Chargers didn't want to take you know, the Brandon Stone didn't want to take the playoff spot. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it. Seriously, couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh so that that was bad enough. And then, um. Well, I'll come to you. I think the biggest one here, Brian Flores getting fired. I mean, it, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It really doesn't. It makes no sense at all. Uh, I I just want to know what, what what your thoughts on all the coach firings you saw, the Brandon Staley deal, like everything. Let's just get right into it. What what were your thoughts?
1: Okay, well, I'll start with the Chargers. Um, this whole analytics stuff, you know, I saw it last year with Dallas, and I'm seeing uh, Brandon Staley just go wild with it in, a, in the wrong way. Um, I do believe that had the Chargers not called that timeout, the Raiders and Chargers would, game would have ended in a tie. Staley says that they didn't have the right run personnel on the field. But you know what? The time was ticking, and the Raiders weren't in any real hurry to run a play. So I I am pretty confident that they would have both been in the playoffs, even though they do despise each other as um, actual AFC West, uh, you know, participants. I I was just stunned that he actually called that timeout. I was like, wow, you just threw that game, and you just cost them – Your team a playoff spot. Now, of course, like I said, he doesn't agree, but Spanos needs to really talk to him about this whole analytics thing for next year, Uh, because he'll get another year to try and and get it together. But he's one of these Sean McVay kind of hot shot. Oh yeah, I know everything, and I'm up on this stuff. And he just like John Harbaugh cost his team. All that hard work they put in for the year just went up in smoke because analytics. So that's one. As far as the coach firings, uh, the two shockers for me were Brian Flores, because I didn't see that one coming. Um, But I think that, what's his face? Um, The owner. um, What is his name? Oh, Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross says that he wasn't trying to recruit fellow alum Jim Harbaugh I do believe he is actually doing that, even though he's interviewing other folks. I think he's in Harbaugh's ear trying to get him to come to Miami. But what I didn't like was, basically Ross put out there that Flores can't get along with anybody. He's basically tainted that man so that hopefully nobody else will pick him up as a head coach. And I think that's wrong. Because you don't hear them doing that to other coaches when they fire them, they don't talk about all the negative things, personally, you know, personality-wise, that these guys have. But he made a point to say that about Flores, and I thought that was just shameful on their, on his part in particular. The other firing I thought was shameful was what Houston did to David Culley. That poor man tried his best in, the, in just a horrible situation that he had coming in there. They gave him one year. He was just a pit stop for them. But, and, you know, this is his, this man's life and livelihood that they just really messed with. I don't believe David Culley will get another opportunity to be a head coach. That was his one and only chance. And I think Houston really did him a disservice. And, you know, these some of these owners really need to be ashamed of themselves the way they're doing things in the NFL. Not that we should be surprised, but they're just really, you know, not going about it the right way. Um, As far as the other firings, I don't think the Giants were actually going to fire Joe Judge. I think they heard all the media and fan backlash, and that's the only reason why they fired him. I think they were going to keep him, because if they really were going to fire him, they would have fired him when Gettleman retired. I think it would have been like one package deal. Okay, both of y'all gone, boom, let's bring somebody else in. But I think their intent really was to keep the, um, the mediocrity going, and of course, as a non-Giants fan. I want the mediocrity to continue, but um, I, I think that maybe now they might have their head on straight a little bit about what they need and as far as a coach, and they really have to undo what Gettleman did and Joe Judge did um, to those Giants, because I mean, the Giants are in a bad way. They're really bad. Um, and finally, I just think that some of the other coaches, Nagy, Zimmer, you saw it coming. I'm surprised it didn't happen mid-season. So, you know, that's where we are. Now, let's just see, you know, how many of these openings will actually fall to African-American or people of color as coaches. I don't think we're going to see an uptick, but I would love to be proven wrong. That's all I have.
0: Yeah, uh, that, that that's, a, that's, that's a really good, yeah, that's really, really insightful, very passionate. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to... Uncle Jerry, I'll give you, I'll give you the last word, and I want, I want you to, I want you to really, you know, get in on the, on the, on the Giants here, because I know they've been bugging you for a while here because of their bad play, and you're a lifelong Giants fan. And we appreciate that, but Uncle Trevor, how, how about you? Your thoughts about Brandon Staley and all, all the coach firings? Go ahead and talk to us about what, what you, what you saw. I don't like. I, I, I miss. I guess
3: I. When I guess stale, I guess when he called timeout, I wasn't paying attention. I was very angry at what I was watching in that fourth quarter. I, was, I guess I was blinded by that. I didn't see that timeout call. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it ended the way it did. Because that's, that's what I sent a text out before that game even started telling you that this might happen, playing for a time. Of course, I said a 0-0 zero, zero tie. But some of the referees calls in the fourth quarter, some of the, the the Raiders' horrible defense on fourth down, you know, backing up beyond the end zone. letting the guy run to the end zone, turn around with a curl route, fourth and fifteen or whatever. So That was very suspect. So I'm glad it didn't end in a tie. The Chargers are out. The Raiders are going out today. So that that's fine. I like I, I like Staley now. So I give him a, a thumbs up for that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I don't have much to say about the, uh, the coach fires. I mean, I guess I didn't hear about what the Miami owner said, but uh, I guess he's a big Trump, fan, Trump man, so I'm going to surprise you. I think um, Laurie's already interviewed two other positions, so we'll see if he gets a job. I mean, I, I know they're trying to get Watson. I mean, I, I'm not sure if he gets along with the quarterback but not. I don't think the quarterback is durable enough to last. I, I, I We'll have to see if he can last a full season. That's what happened in Miami this year, really. Got hurt. They had to put some some scrubs in there behind them, and the season was lost. Um, they managed to turn it around somehow. Um, but, yeah, he might not. Maybe he's not getting, getting on the quarterback
1: because a lot
3: of players seemed upset that he was fired. He might. I mean, we had owners might my to anybody. Maybe it's just a, a quarterback. But I would. I don't know. I don't know the situation. I just hope he gets another job. somewhere. Because um, he, seems like, he seems like a pretty good coach, pretty good motivator. Um, that's all I had to say about that. Um, your mom Mona basically said everything that needed to be said about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I'm just going to pile on on, on this uh, as we are approaching the top of the hour here on a Wild Card Weekend. We're live on the Always 100 podcast. Thank you all for joining us ahead of the first ever Super Wild Card Weekend in the history of the NFL. Uh, and folks, I promise you, in a couple minutes, we will get to all Six games this weekend, including the Monday night game in LA. So, uh, just, just stick with us here and bear with us. But this is something that's, uh, been on our mind here. And I'll just, I'll just go by saying, look, I think I, I have like made my opinion clear on Brandon Staley. I wouldn't want to play for him because like, you know, like, like at least with Harbaugh, Bob, like Harbaugh is a made man. What are we? What do we like? I mean, I, I I know Raven fans are like, dude, like we're used to being in the playoffs. We're used to being in championship games. We're used to being, you know, we're going to a couple Super Bowls here and there. And yeah, y- we haven't been to a Super Bowl since 2012, or the AFC Championship game since 2012. Like, you know, kind of can do a little more. Like we like Baltimore loves you, and they'll always love you. But like. Come on, like you know, couple of games against the Steelers. Like I don't know. You said you didn't have any corners. Okay, well we'll give you that pass. But what about Green Bay? Why, like, like what? Why, why? I just, I just don't like. I, I, I don't know what they were doing there. Uh, when it comes to that, but, um, uh, you know, Brandon Staley. Look, you're a defensive guy. Okay why do you have the worst run defense in the national football league? Could you, like, could, could you answer? Could, are we going to, are we going to talk to you about that? You have the worst run defense of the league. I need to, I need to understand this. Okay. And some of these other analytics people, I need to understand like your calling card was not analytics. Your calling card is you, you're an offensive coach or defensive coach like Matt. Now got fired because well, Bears fans just like have a blood hatred for him. Like, they just hate the man. Personally, they don't like him. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, well, you're an offensive-minded coach. You didn't want to start Justin Fields. You wanted to sell us Andy Dalton, who really was not, you know, he wasn't awful with the Dallas Cowboys the year before in a really bad situation. But uh, Justin Fields is what the fans wanted. Like, yeah, give him some time. He's a rookie. He's gonna be awesome, but no, you tried to sell us Andy Dalton, so you were kind of bad anyway. After you whiffed on Mitchell Trubisky, so that's why you got fired, Mike Zimmer. I Mike Zimmer just you know the the, the time just ran out for him. Uh, that that's all there is to it. He did he did what he could. He made the playoffs three, two or three times, made an NFC Championship game. He he did a lot there. Nothing nothing to say out. You know, you know maybe Mike Zimmer's health might be a bit of an issue um that that's that that might be something to look at for uh you know moving forward for him uh joe judge look 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 i i told i told you that i i told you joe judge was going to be an issue because nobody knew who the hell that man was who who was that who, joe, joe judge are we talking about no, no we're talking about the white judge joe brown or like who, the, who are you talking about here like, who's who is this guy? Like you know, nobody well, knew. And, and if you don't know, he came from your team, right? Uh, yeah, but I knew because he was our special teams guy. The rest of y'all didn't know. Like, who was that? No. Uh, and, he, like, like, and he was like, and he was like the receivers coach and the special teams coach. Okay, the Patriots had like the dead last receiving core in the league in 2019. Well, partly because Julian Ellerman was broken and couldn't stay on the field, um, but you know, he, he was in over his head, John, John, you know, like, you know, Gettleman was bad too. Like Gettleman, I, 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 I wonder guys, I wonder why he, he got to like gracefully retire. He didn't, he didn't get fired. John Mara didn't go up to him and fire his butt. He said, I'll resign. I'll retire. I, I I'll get like, old oh, Jamie, get into that for a little bit here, but you know, the, the, the worst one was da- uh, Brian Flores and David Culley. I, I look, Brian Flores is going to get a head coaching job. Him and Justin Fields will probably do pretty big things up there in Chicago. I hope it's Chicago because I don't want him in Houston. I, I don't want him in Houston, by the way. Uh, just, just as a thought, I just saw on the NFL network, they showed the forecast for for the game tonight do y'all know do y'all know the temperature at game time is going to be minus four in buffalo tonight so uh we'll we'll, we'll just just stew on that for a little bit um, Well, it's like four degrees right now yeah it's gonna be minus four minus four kick up Okay. Uncle Jamie, I, I will let you get into it because we, uh, we're going to get into talking to these games in a minute here. But I just saw that on NFL Network. I wanted to throw that out there. Your thoughts on Brandon <laughs> Staley, Coach Firings, and then uh, we'll, we'll get into these games here and let, let's go.
2: Right. I just think it's, it's sad that we're going back in time, but you, you kind of see the whole good old boys network kind of working here and doing a horrible job disguising itself. So, like you said, Matt Nagy should have lost his job a long time ago. And what they've done to really all the coaches, especially David Culley in, in Houston, you had one year, you didn't have a your starting quarterback, you had a patchwork um, patchwork type of roster, you had guys from all over, looked like, you know, the cast-offs of everybody. Or you know, if the, the, the expansion league roster type thing. And then you had Keith uh people, you already had Hopkins leave. Now you got JJ Watt leaving. JJ Watt? And then in the middle of the year, Merciless, the linebacker, their best linebacker in my opinion what are you doing? What was management doing? So Cully walked into this whole thing and thank God he signed a contract. Look, I'm guaranteed whether I'm fired or not, I'm going to get this 17 million. And I appreciate that, that he was really thinking that far ahead because management was out of place, out of whack. And quite frankly, Houston is on the top of my list of team management, the management side of most worst hated NFL team management on my list I, I couldn't take that um to the chargers i mean that that guy he lost that game and the raiders and like you said mona they, they were headed for a tie what we're gonna lose we're both gonna make it to the playoffs if we, if we at least we're back in you know both of us make it the raiders weren't oh we gotta put in the run defense and it didn't stop them they got like five yards <laughs> so what one defense did you put in Analytics, and this is not his first loss under these analytics nonsense. This is his freaking third, if not second, for sure. So the Chargers should have been in the playoffs, clinched the thing. This is his third loss for because of these analytics. That's garbage. That's garbage. And yes, management better sit down because all those guys work their butt off. You got it, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, a running game with Eckler, Mike Williams. And a defense. There is no excuse that you're sitting at home on Saturday today. There's no excuse. None. But you still get to keep your job. That's crazy. Then the worst case scenario is Brian Flores, of course. The guy had came back and put the Miami Dolphins on a seven-game winning streak to get a chance to get into the playoffs. Finally ran out of gas. That's not his fault. But under the COVID with all these back and forth, whether or not we're going to get Deshaun Watson or we're going to keep Tua or we're going to keep Tua, and then everybody got hurt, uh, especially the tight end Jaminki. I mean, he did a great job. The defense was always in the game. They beat the, they swept the Patriots. They didn't just beat them; they swept them, and they did a heck of a job down the stretch. Why did he lose his job? Nobody knows. But guess what? Chicago said, "Okay, we'll take him." right away. So hopefully he gets the job back. As far as Joe Judge is concerned, like I said earlier, he was over his head. It, it's a different type of market. You got to be a different type of coach to be in the New York media. That's just plain out and simple. The last three guys are not that person, especially McAdoo. I mean, you were just cool, calm, cool, and collected, just making errors left, right, and center. We We can't do that. There was no fire. Last year, I give him credit, Joe Judge, the guys were in the game. They were definitely in the game. They lost. You can look at the the scoring margins were really smaller last year. Even though they lost, they were in the game. This year, they got blown out by the Rams, blown out by just about anybody. There was no home field, nothing. We just just let anybody just walk all over us. And after the last three, five, we fired the coach, the offensive coordinator. <laughs> I didn't understand why he was there anyway. But now we're going to come up with three points, three points, seven points, three points for the rest of the year. Garbage, garbage. So I'm no, I have no heart, no heartfelt sympathy or whatever. Joe Judge was over his head. Period. No special team coach, and nobody heard him. You barely heard him, (laughs) Quinn. I mean, that's your team. I mean, who was he? That did he did that great of a job? And forget this whole thing of, okay, well, they're a branch of Belichick, so therefore they make him a good head coach. No. No, that's not true. And the Giants need to go back to the Giants. man. I've been watching the 86 and 90 Giants lately on YouTube just to get some sense of, you know, feeling of being a Giants fan because that's sad that we have to go that far back. But that's what Giants football was about. We need to bring it back to Giants football. Stop having these Two-year contract. I don't really know what the hell the history of this team is about, but I'm going to just make my best decision here. And that's not the coach you need. You need a head coach that's going to get everybody disciplined. That whole loss to the Washington football team because of offside by the nose tackle right over the ball? Oh Oh, man, that that was
0: was bad too. That's just one of them. Real bad. How was that guy still even on the team the next day? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was. That was the worst. Yeah. And
2: freaking Heineke was looking like Joe Montana. I mean, what was that? If
0: anybody can
2: see, the first thing you hear about New York Giants football, what's the first thing y'all think of? Defense, 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 defense. None. None. No no pressure on the quarterback. No. The cornerbacks getting burnt left and right. Let's bring it back. Uh, let's just bring it back. I mean, Sorry I, if mean, I
0: went on. No, no, really no, 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 <laughs> no. Really, no. It's, 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 I know it's tough, and I mean, you don't even have to go back that far. I mean, you, you, you did, you did beat the, you did beat the Patriots twice this century. You didn't have to go. You didn't even go back that right. far. Just, literally, just literally right. no, watch, watch the old 07 Giants where they were be, like they were knocking Brady senseless. Like, like, they right. they probably took a year off the back end of his career. You can't, you can't tell, but that, those two Giants Super Bowls, I mean, they beat that man up. They beat him down. I mean, like, yeah. when they run the football, Brandon, I mean, like, the Giants, look, the Giants are a blue blood franchise, blue, blue blood, they're a blue right. blood franchise, so are the Cowboys, so are the Eagles, so is Pittsburgh, so are the Raiders. So, so the Patriots aren't a blue blood anymore. Uh, they, they weren't a blue blood before, but now they are. Like the Bears, the Packers, yeah. the only's
1: not a blue blood. N- no, you don't no. think so. No, you don't think so. Yeah, I
2: mean, twenty years, Mona. Come on, yeah,
1: they they kind of blue blood. I mean, they they, they, they yeah, the I, I think
0: they've gotten Wait, uh, how how is it?
1: Wait a minute, you saying the Eagles are a
0: blue blood? The Eagles are not. <laughs> uh, the Eagles are not uh, an historic NFL franchise. Even though they haven't won, like they haven't won as much as the Giants, Redskins, or or you know, Raiders. St- I mean, like, but when, when you think Good of football, going. like, like Philadelphia's got to be in the blue blood category at this point. I, 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 I'm almost like if you even just take out, if you even just do the Donovan and Andy Reid Eagles and all the winning that they did. Okay, I'm just you know, I, I, I know. Maybe, you know, maybe that's just me, but. At the end of the day, the the Giants, the Giants are on the blue blood category. Get it together! You stink. You're you're irrelevant. No one gives a damn about the Giants. You're awful. You you don't have a quarterback. You don't have a coach. You get you get you keep getting all these bad coaches. Your fans hate you. Like literally. Now I remember. I was old enough to remember Giants games. where, yeah, there were been a bunch of cowboy fans there, but excuse me, there are a lot more Giants fans there. Now, like when the Cowboys went out to MetLife, why was it 80% Cowboy fans? We're, we're, I mean, yeah, I know there are a lot of Cowboys fans in New York. I understand all that, but that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. There's not going to be a Cowboys game, Cowboys game where, where where 80% of the stadium is the other team. There's the Eagles fans, the Cow- same thing. Yeah. he's saying same thing yeah. with the eagles excuse me when you go to the lincoln financial field that place is dark green it, that place is filled with dark green <laughs> those people show up they, can. but th- they can't but that's bad they, product that's uh, bad product if you got it's bad right. product nobody wants to pay for bad product I, so they were giving that. out
2: free sodas or something like that to keep yeah. everybody coming no
0: that's not enough. Are you kidding me? Get it, get it, Are you serious? Get it, get it together, Giants. I mean, you're you're awful. Like, honestly, get it together. Just bring like, back. Like, to be honest with you,
2: forgive whatever you need to forgive. Bring Jerry Reese back. He's got two Super Bowl rings under his resume. Mm-hmm. And bring that's back right. freaking Spagnola. At least Spagnola knows defense. It doesn't look like it with the Chiefs, but he knows right. defense. Yeah. yeah. He knows yeah, defense. Yeah, I, Make I, him I would, head coach, and let's go from there. All right. Uh, well, that's what I like.
0: Well, we're we're gonna Dang. we're gonna get into that. Is you not the blue blood. Duke Duke basketball
3: the blue blood.
0: Yeah, that's a blue well, blood.
3: Duke, L- you're always North- winning.
0: Well, the the whole NFL is going through a change. Alabama the blue blood. Yeah, Alabama. Yep, Alabama. Alabama. Yep, <laughs> yep. Alabama's right. a blue blood. Dallas, Dallas the
1: blue blood. Yeah,
0: Dallas, blue blood. Dallas. Yep, Dallas. Yep. Pittsburgh. Are,
1: Trev, tell us who your NFL blue blood teams are. Uh,
0: well, we'll define blue blood. Let's why we yeah, do that. Let's let's define it first.
3: So, perennially successful, perennially okay. successful teams. Okay, I guess New England's that a twenty-year run. I guess yeah. you can put them up there now.
0: Yeah,
3: Pittsburgh, Dallas,
0: and was that about Dallas? Yeah,
3: New England, Pittsburgh, have been successful last you know two, two decades. Yeah, I, I would say who
0: else?
3: Yeah. I, think, I, I don't know. Maybe um Green Bay green bay Bay, yeah
0: Uh, green bay yep i like that i mean like i I don't know i think blue bloods for me are historical too like you got you like yeah like the 20-year run yeah like the but let's be honest the patriots before brady i mean the patriots were just an okay team they made they made two super bowls before brady you know but that you know brady and belichick came but you know but like for me like the steelers that, like like historically, I know like Dallas hasn't won in 25 years, 2026, whatever it is. But Dallas has to be in the blue bug category. I mean, I,
3: I Jerry Jones I mean, hurt
0: I I I understand that. I mean, but but by even by that logic, I mean at this point, you know, hey, I I think yeah. I think the Eagle like well, actually, even before Snyder got there. Washington was pre- uh, the the Redskins franchise was a pretty successful franchise. Snyder's just screwed it up so epically that people forget that Washington's got three yeah. Super Bowl titles uh, in their to their name. If like the same thing with the Broncos, you know. Yeah, I mean the uh, yeah, they they're a joke. You're right. They they're awful. Like Washington's terrible, at least they're going to get a name next month. I mean, at least I can, I can stop we can stop calling them the Washington Football Team. Get a name. Good lord, get a name, guy. Like, like my my friend Ron showed me a, a mock up of the of their uniforms. The uniforms are nice. I just need to know what the name is. The, the name's gonna be. So, I mean, I, I, I just be to way. Right, but they, yeah, but they, until they get a quarterback, it. but you're right, but until they get a quarterback, 50 years, yeah, yeah, go ahead. They'll be done. We're saying the
3: same thing 50 years from now. When Washington be good again,
0: they're done. Right. Right, well, the Johnson better
3: way, way quicker than Washington would be.
0: Oh no, I, I agree with that. I agree that. Yeah, a, I agree. Cowboy
3: with that. fans should pay to keep Snyder in that spot. Yeah, and but his family, he has these kids. Let his kids yeah. take over. That should be <laughs> Cowboys' main focus.
1: Make sure the Snyder's not Washington.
0: Uh are oh, you guys you know, it's
1: funny Snyder
0: yeah, to, to
1: pattern himself after Jimmy after uh, Jerry Jones and that's that's where he went wrong trying to be like Jerry Jones and it's like it doesn't work that way dude
0: exactly yeah, no, it, doesn't. it exactly. doesn't work that way you're right I'm gonna, gonna be the best team
2: work. and I'm gonna market my team this way and I'm gonna model it right after Jerry Jones and try to act like I did it and it no. didn't work
0: no and it didn't work and I mean At least Jerry Jones had the DC city had three Super Bowl championships in his first seven years. I mean, at least he did that. I mean, but he did that. Like we we can we can talk. Cowboy fans, you can talk about. It's been 27 years. I understand all that, but he's got he he had three Super Bowls, three Super Bowls in the first seven years as an owner. Okay, now he's looking for his fourth, and that gives us a great segue, guys, because it's time to talk about some football game day mornings. On we could go on and on about blue bloods and all that, and yes, we will do that conversation in depth i definitely want to get into that because that this is that's an awesome conversation i, I want to get into that but uh we're on here for wildcar weekend six games first time in history super wildcar weekend in the nfl uh it's cold weather uh in cincinnati th- 33 feels like 25 10 mile an hour winds that's where we're starting after i tell you that this is the always 100 podcast thank you very much for listening again. Find the show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, or the Mackenzie Report Facebook group, hosted by my uncle Jamie on Facebook. So definitely go check him out if you are a member. Check him out. Okay, mom. Uh, all right, mom. Our uncle Trevor. I'll go uncle Trevor first, then mom, then uncle Jamie, then me. Here we go. It's time to start some football here. Raiders. Bengals, it's in Cincinnati, it's the AFC wildcard game. Uh, the weather again, 33 at kickoff, feels like 25 with 10-mile-an-hour winds, Uncle Trevor. The Raiders are getting four and a half points. Who do you have and what is your score?
3: Um, Well, actually, uh, the blue blood debate, I would add the Raiders to that too. They're, they're probably a blue blood, I so know. But anyway, um, I don't know the Bengals. I, I they they kind of confuse me a little bit. They got a really good receiver in Chase. And Burrow's pretty good too. They they he makes them a lot better than really what they are. Jamar Chase, like nobody can cover the man. He, he you know he, he destroyed Pittsburgh this year. He destroyed New, um Kansas City. I, I, I the Raiders last week they really um the way they choked away that lead in the fourth quarter. I, I don't know. I don't know how well coached they are, really. When I watch that game, I'm not. I'm not sure they're really a well coached team. But you would think think the Bengals will win this game. I just. I mean, the Bengals. I think they're slightly overrated. They got really one good player. Or, well, two good players on offense, but other than that, the line isn't that good. Joe so Burrow gets hit a lot. He's got a pretty good pass rush, but um. I just don't think the Raiders are well-coached from what I saw last week and what I've seen earlier this year. So, then again, I guess that becomes because they had a chance to coach mid-year because that could be a reason for that. The guy that now wasn't their original pick. He's just an interim guy. So, I, I think the Bengals should win. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to pick them because I know the Bengals choke. You know they'll, they'll they they really can't be trusted, you uh, know, in big games, in my opinion. But um, I'll give I'll give them the advantage today. 24 twenty four twenty one. is a hard one. Yeah. I take the big one, twenty four twenty
0: one. Really hard one, yeah, because the total uh, uh the total is forty eight and a half, so that'd be under the total too. So um, the well, I think the line. Yep, the line's back up to five and a half. It was four and a half for a little bit. So the Bengals are five and a half point favorites. All right, uh, all right, mom, you're up. Uh Bengals Raiders. Who you got? Uh give me a give us a score here.
1: Yeah, I've actually been pulling for the Bengals this year. Um, I like how they've you know turned things around. Um, I think Joe Burrow is actually more solid quarterback that that they've had in, in a very long time, including you know, Carson Palmer and Boomer Esiason. I think, and, and Ken Anderson from you know the, back in the 70s. I think Joe Burrow is pretty solid. I agree with Trev that their O-line is a bit suspect, but if they give Burrow time you know, to um, maybe do some play action to Joe Mixon or get that ball downfield to Jamar Chase or my man Tyler Boyd, um, I think that the Raiders are going to have a really hard time defending that. The Raiders are going to have a hard time too, because, you know, they're pretty much used to being a dome team. They're going to be out in the elements today. And I'm not sure how they're going to really adjust to that. And I just feel that the Raiders, even though they won last week and they've you know won a few, the last stretch of the, the season, I think they're tired. I think they're mentally tired with everything that's going on this year. And I think they're beat up uh, physically. So, I mean, I think, Everything they they put into the game against the Chargers, I believe the Raiders will probably come out flat today. And if Cincinnati is a team, I think they are, they'll capitalize on that, and Cincinnati will win the game. Um, I think it's going to be more of a gap. I believe Cincinnati is going to score 30 points, and I don't think the Raiders are going to score more than uh, 20. So I think it's going to be 30 to 20.
0: So that's over the total. Okay. Uncle Jamie, this is, it's a, it's your turn now. Uh, line again is five and a half over unders 48 and a half, And according to Yahoo sports, 54% of the public is on the Cincinnati Bengals minus five and a half points. So, uh, you got some stats yeah. there. What do you got for a game here?
2: Yeah, now Raiders coming in with a four-game winning streak. I mean, if you want to call that Charger game a win, but you know, looking at the school, looking at the temperature uh, weather-wise, it's 31 degrees. So that's what is going to happen. It's Burrow's first game in the playoffs, and it's also Derek Carr's first game in the playoffs. And Derek Carr has been all over the place. He's thrown as much as 400 yards and thrown as little as 196 yards. So I think it's really going to come down to is if they can, the Bengals probably will come in there and try to establish the run to take the pressure off of Burroughs. He clearly has the firepower. Uh, Jamar Chase is in Incredible. <laughs> incredible. Time of void is incredible. And uh Higgins is also a great uh thing as well as option. And also the tight end, Ozuma. <laughs> He's pretty good when he gets in and times in time to time. I think that the Bengals just have the Raiders can do it. They they're gritty. They're, like I said, they won four in a row. And they're here, right? They're four and three against the teams that are in the playoffs as well. But You know, I agree with Mona. I think they're going to run out of gas. It's like the train that got there cross country with just going on grinds right now. They flew over to Los Angeles last week and now they got to fly over to Cincinnati and they're just tired. It's been a hell of a year. They lost their coach. They lost rugs. They lost the cornerback. I mean, give them credit that they got the focus. And really, their intimate coach should be up for coach of the year under the pressures that he was under. but. I think they're going to run out of gas here, and I think the Raiders' defense especially won't be able to hold up <clears throat> once Burrow gets comfortable, gets the jitters, jitters out of the way. I think, you know, uh, the Bengals will pull it off and pull it out. So I, I'll go with the Bengals, and I'll go with a, probably a 31-21
0: type score. All right. Um, all right. So th- th- this one is tough. I. This week for me, I'm just gonna let you guys know. I, I, I'm debating whether to do it from my heart or my head, because if I'm doing a heart pick, I'm rooting for the Raiders. I really am. I, I, I every single thing these people have overcame this year, um, it it, it it's just phenomenal. It, it really is. Derek Carr really showed up and really, really. Made sure that you know that I don't know if he's going to be there next year because a lot of people, a lot of people want to get rid of want to get rid of him, you know. But you know, he'll, he'll have just stinkers. He'll he had some bad games, and then you know he'll he'll do his thing against the Chargers. He'll do his thing. against da- I mean, it's just like like some of the teams that the, that the Raiders have beaten this year. I mean, have been amazing. The only team they seemingly can't beat is is the Kansas City Chiefs. They just they just can't beat them. Doesn't doesn't it doesn't matter where they play. They the only team that they will not beat is Kansas City, period. So that's my sentimental favor. My head is saying pick the Bengals. Um, so the public, as I said, but when I first introduced, the public, eighty three percent of the bets are on Cincinnati money line minus two seventy five uh on the spread the public is on fifty four percent of the bets on Cincinnati minus five and a half uh and then the total number of points the over even in you know just above freezing in Cincinnati a lot of people are thinking this is going to be a high scoring game and I, you know, normally if the, if the, if the public's on it, you might want to get off it, but that I I just, the Raiders just find ways to score and like Jamar Chase's uncle Trevor said this, this dude, I don't know what, what, what it is with this dude. Nobody can cover him Nobody. It does not matter who you are. The chiefs supposedly had to have a decent secondary with some decent corners. Um, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase spent three and a half hours picking whatever chiefs chief defender that they wanted and just torching him, just, just for the heck of it. I mean, I think the only person they did get was Daniel Sorensen. I mean, it was, it was just a sight to behold. I couldn't believe that. Um, so good luck to the Raiders secondary trying to cover him. Um, another issue for me is, uh, Darren Waller's not healthy, and and I and I think I really do agree with Uncle Trevor a lot of what you said. Really, I that's, I just think at some point the Raiders are just going to run out of gas. It might not be it. It might not be this week, but if it's against, it would be against Tennessee next week. Because if they were to beat, uh, no, no, they no, they wouldn't. No, no, they wouldn't. Uh, no, no, that they, they who who would they play? Uh, uh, Tennessee would play the lowest remaining seed. So, so if if the Raiders, the Raiders are the number seven spot, right? No, 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 Pittsburgh is. Okay, no, no, Pittsburgh is. No, no, no. So they they would either play Kansas City or Buffalo. I would say, yeah, Buffalo. They would play. They would play. Yeah, they would play Kansas City or Buffalo next week. Saying the Patriots don't win, which we'll get into right after this uh, point here. <laughs> I, I'm a pick. I'm a pick the Bengals. I'm gonna go on my head on this one. Um, if I lost, if I lose a parlay bet because the Raiders just screw me and they 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 win in the final seconds, so be it. I'll I just have to lose a couple of dollars on, on a parlay then because I, I really want to see them do well. They they've been through a lot, but done a hell of a job. I hope he like he he's one of the non black coaches that i want to get a head coaching job and i think though i think that team plays for that man i think they really love that man so they should be right there and right there in vegas they shouldn't get rid of him take the interim tag off make him the head coach because they because derek carr loves him the team loves him and they play for him that that's what that's what you need in a coach that's what i look for in a coach um so my 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 heart is with the Raiders on this one, but my head thinks Cincinnati's going to win. So I'm going to pick Cincinnati. Uh, the score I will go. Well, you said thirty to twenty. You said. Uh, yep. You know what? I, I you know what? what? What what do I have? Um, sorry, I sorry guys, I actually do have my two of my tickets that I made yesterday. I got. Uh, I got the over forty eight on one ticket. Um, and then the other one, I just had the point spread. Okay, so I think the game's gonna go over. I, I'll go thirty one to. Uh, so I, I I go third. You know what, thir- thirty-four to twenty-seven. I I I, 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 that'll be my score. Thir- thirty-four, thirty-four to twenty-seven. I will uh, put that on my next parlay ticket. So I'm gonna go over the total and the Bengals win and cover. So that's that game. All right, guys. That takes us to Buffalo, uh, where the game time temperature. Sorry, I thought it said negative six, but it was a dash but it's not going to get much warmer than negative six because it's going to be like four degrees at kickoff. I, I mean, I mean, are you for real? Are you serious right now? But, but Buffalo, are you, are you for real anyway? So the game's going to be in Buffalo. The Patriots are getting four and a half points. Um, look, this is my team. Everybody knows it. So I won't, I won't, uh, be long winded on this. My, my, my heart really, genuinely believes we can go up there and beat them. Like, 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 in my heart and soul, I believe we can beat them. I, I really, really do. Um, it, 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 it's, it's just, it's gonna be one of these deals where the Patriots cannot make mistakes. They cannot turn the ball over. You cannot get down fourteen to nothing or seventeen nothing. Mac is gonna have to be. On his absolute best behavior, because he he threw two interceptions the last time they played. He threw a terrible pick six against the Miami Dolphins in a game that did matter. It did turn into a, it didn't turn into a game that mattered. But hey, j- look, Mac Mac is gonna you're gonna have to throw the ball a little bit. You you just you just are. You can't. I don't think if we go up there with I'm we're just gonna run the ball down your throat all night long for three and a half hours and you can do nothing to stop us. I don't think that plan's going to work because at some point, Mac legitimately does need to throw the ball. There might be a third down that, that they need to convert. We need to convert to keep a drive alive or to potentially get a game winning drive in Buffalo, because I I, I'm, I'm taking the Patriots plus uh, plus four and a half for sure. I, I I can tell you that much. I'm taking them pl- plus the points. I don't know if we're gonna win, but I take the Patriots plus four and a half. I'll tell you that much. And, I, and I'm and I'm gonna go. I, I, I forty forty three and a half is ugh, dang. That's kind of uh. I I'll probably bet it down to like forty, like the total will be like forty maybe, and then go over that. Um. Buffalo's a better team, guys. To make a long story short, Buffalo is just a better football team than us. They have a better quarterback, comparable defense, better receivers. We I think we have a better running game and, and a better head coach. Um you can't lose to a back. You, you can't lose to a rookie quarterback in a playoffs if you're Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. As much as I would love to stick it to Bills fans, because I'm when I get off of here, I'm running into D.C. to a Bills bar to play some more bets on the game. So, And I will be wearing a Brady jersey. So I expect to get bleeped on and talked about by Bills fans the second I walk in there. It'll be fine. But the Bills are a better team. That's just the honest-to-God truth. I think they're going to win. It's going to be close. I, I'll go Buffalo 23 23- uh but no no sorry you know you know what yeah buff buffalo 23 patriots 20 uh probably probably in a last second field goal so somebody's going to do get a last second field goal uh i think it's probably going to be them um and uh our our tremendous season ends tonight uh that that's what my heart is uh that's what my head is saying uh and i want to be dead wrong about it cuz i would love to go to tennessee and try our hand against Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Mom, what do you think about all that? Sorry for being a little long-winded there, but what what do you think about what I had to say about this game?
1: So, Quinn, I think that um, you're very much a passionate Patriots fan. I get it, Um, but I think you're going to be sad tonight. If, if the Buffalo team that is really out there shows up today, there if the defense can even just get to Matt Jones once or twice and get him a little rattled or maybe get it so that he throws like three times like the first meeting that they had, you're in for a long night tonight. Um, I don't think that the weather really should be as big of a deal because New England is – in the Northeast as well. And it's also cold. So weather shouldn't really be a factor, but it's just a matter of who, I mean, I know Belichick is a you know decent coach, but on the other side, they've got a good head coach too, and, and good assistant coaches for Buffalo. So I just think it's just going to be a situation where it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be a blowout, but I just think that Buffalo is going to win. I, well, let me just clarify. If Josh Allen doesn't start doing crazy stuff, now if he starts throwing the ball across his, uh, you know, across the field willy-nilly and just doing stuff like that, and yeah, Buffalo might lose. But if if Buffalo is clicking on all cylinders, um, they're they're going to beat New England. And I believe the score. Ooh, it's going to be a close game, but I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I say this game is going to be.
0: 24 21 game yeah yeah i i you know I, I was looking at some of the stats and i was like you know maybe i maybe i'll go over the total because because one of my tickets and uh uh i get i'll get uncle Trevor involved here right right now uh let me see here um yeah one so one of these has the under i got it at 44. So I, I I might um I might redo this ticket but play play with the play with the totals here a little bit but the one, the the, game, the one of the tickets I have for tonight I, I have the Patriots but I got it at 5 so the Patriots plus 5 points and the under 44 um I I I really like that actually the more I think the more I like just just Think about what type of game it might be. I really like that, and I just and, and look, and mom, you're right. I am a very passionate fan, and I, I want my team to win. And I, I, I just, I'm just not sure if I want to be on the side of betting against Belichick. Um, and I, I feel like just, I, I feel completely stupid for even like saying belichick is gonna lose it, <laughs> lose at the playoffs especially to buffalo the man owns the bills i i just i just don't think like like i, I want to be wrong about this but i also want to win my bet too so it's like i at some point like my head's just got to come in and just say look i don't think i i i think I, I would laugh incessantly at Bills fans. If you lost to a rookie quarterback, A team that really should not even be here. Um, you know, I, I, I think Mac vastly overachieved this year. Uh, you know, I thought he was going to win rookie of the year, but I didn't know Jamar chase was going to leave really like turn up like that. So he definitely won't be winning rookie of the year, but, uh, offensive rookie of the year. But, uh, the Patriots did make the playoffs. Uh he just got here. He's gonna have many more, many more big, important games for this franchise. This is just the first for him of many, in my opinion. So I, I think he'll be just fine. He played at Alabama. I don't think the the moment's gonna be too big for him. Bob. You understand what I mean? So, you know, he the guys the guys used to playing on national TV, the guys used to playing in in big moments against the Auburn's of the world against Clemson, against this team, against that team, the guy's used to big moments in his life. Uh, I think he'll rise to the occasion. I just think at the end of the day, Buffalo is maybe about three points better than us. So I hate to say it, but uh, that's, that's how I feel. Uncle Jamie, it's your turn.
2: Thank you. Um, I feel for you and I, I love your passion. Yeah, you you got to go with what your heart is and stuff. And of course you want to see him make this run, but <clears throat> I'm at the green with your mother. I mean, um, I want to, I'm just looking at the stats and stuff and I don't know who's the go-to guy on the Patriots. Right. Uh, and I said, okay, let's see who led the, 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 the game and you know, Mac Jones, especially, especially. Especially Matt Jones's performance last week with the—that's not the way you want to go into the playoffs. And that game is the, the closest on your mind, so obviously you're gonna have to look over that over and over again. That pick six was just—I was looking on the widescreen TV, I just did not see a receiver on there. <laughs> I was just like, "Where's he throwing to?" I don't get it. And he just has these faux paws and stuff. I agree with you. Perhaps because of his background, the 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 moment won't be too big for him. It is the playoffs, it is screaming fans and going berserk. But yeah, he's been there, he's done that. But can he really handle it when it comes down to the fourth quarter? If you're down by 10, if you're up by 10, can you handle either situation? And and let's see, you know, <clears throat> the Bills is it's a copycat league, right? So the Bills are just really gonna mirror. That game against the Dolphins, what did they do to pressure them and make them, force them to get turnovers? And also the last game that they played, when the weather wasn't the factor, Jones only threw for 145. So they did something right. They had to turn it up, and they're going to turn up the heat on them a lot. Who's going to run the ball to keep off the pressure off of Jones? Another question mark. Is it Harris? Is it Stevenson? Who's going to really run it? Because that's really, I think, what Bill Belichick's going to do. Let's keep the pressure off Mac Jones. Let's keep Josh Allen on the sideline and that offense. And what's it going to do and see what happens with Mac Jones as the game progresses. And I think that's really going to be what they're going to do. The Bills are going to force him into a lot of third and longs, a lot of passing situations. They're going to take out whoever the top thing is, which is Kedrick Byrne. This, I think he, born. I mean, sorry, he's going to be a little overwhelmed. He's going to be double teamed a lot. He's the best guy on there. I think the second best guy is Hunter Henry, the tight end. So if they take Bourne out the game, I think that's going to be the Bills focus. And I think uh, Josh Allen, even if they take Diggs out of the game, on the offensive side, I think Josh Allen has enough firepower and complimentary guys with Knox and even Cole Beasley, uh, ex-cowboy Cole Beasley to come through. And, of course, our namesake, McKenzie, he even had a good day against New England last time with 125. So I'm going to go with the Bills on this one. They figured out a running game somehow, uh, a substantial uh, uh, above-average running game with Singletary. Uh, I think they, they'll they be able to do it and handle the weather much better than the Patriots. I'll go with the, the Bills. Uh, we'll keep it close, 24-20. All
0: right, and that gives us the last word on the Saturday games to Uncle Trevor. I
3: think a lot of people are focusing on Mac Jones because he's a rookie. And you know, If he plays bad in this game or a little bit jittery, that can be expected. I think the focus should be on the Buffalo quarterback, who is not a rookie. And he has definitely shown times, including the first New who in the Buffalo game, to come up short in a big game. We've seen this from him in the past. I I am not not convinced at all that he has changed. I do not trust him in a big moment. He's a good scrambler. He's a good runner. He's really big, and he can run the ball. Maybe if they, maybe they do that more tonight, that might not be a better strategy for Buffalo. Back there passing, he's going to be a little erratic. I know that last week, I guess he did good against the Jets, Sorter. The week before that, against Atlanta at home in inclement weather. Three interceptions, 11 for 26. I guess Atlanta at home. I, I think you might see a similar game from him tonight. New England got a better coach than Atlanta does, for sure. They got a better defense than Atlanta does. They've always shown they can stop Buffalo in Buffalo. They have done basically every year in the last what, 15, 20 years. I think if New England gets ahead, plays conservative, the quarterback of New England doesn't make any mistakes, and doesn't get too jittery. I think New England should win this game, in my opinion. But it's up there, you can't make any turnovers. Mac Jones got to play mistake free. So all you have to do tonight. play mistake free. Let Buffalo beat themselves, and they will do it. I got New England winning 28-17.
0: Whoa, twenty eight seventeen. That I mean, Just first of all, that's, wow, oh, my that's a, goodness. That, that is crazy. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better. Uh, why is Cynthia Feeling <laughs> predicting a, a Cowboys? <laughs>
3: Don't put any, don't put any financial back. No, I, thing.
0: no, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna put. Don't <laughs> quote about to, me, down. Don't quote me. Twenty, twenty-eight, seventeen is just a little too many points. I, I don't That's think. It's what you call bad. a
3: bold prediction?
0: Uh, by the way,
3: what? Why Josh just see... Allen is not. Josh Allen is a choker. He is not a guy you can trust in the in the moment. He has proven that multiple times. Right now, the yeah. eyes on him back do because of what he did last week. People forgetting
1: about the Buffalo quarterback. He yeah, he tonight. wasn't he was very good to get
0: Yeah, he was, he was not, was not very good.
1: Well, no, I I told but you he, if he doesn't go around doing stupid stuff on the field, then Buffalo should be fine. But if he does, like you were mentioning, Trev, yeah, Buffalo might be in for a shock.
0: I and, and, and look, who he is. The, yeah, that, that, there there's, there's there's not a happier person on earth than me if I, if that happens. I, I'm just <laughs> telling you. I mean, because Cynthia, well Fre- well you you would be happy to know that your buddy Cynthia Freeland. I saw. You, it. Did you see that? I saw a, a it. Packer, a Packers Cowboys it. title game, which is probably your like you, you. I think you're probably just salivating at that. Like, oh my god! Like, if we beat Aaron Rodgers, if we if we beat Aaron Rodgers in the championship game at home. Oh God! Can you just just imagine that. Anyway, all right, folks. We'll take a quick break, just a quick moment, to tell you that you're listening to episode 96, of the Always 100 podcast. In the middle of talking about some gambling, talking about a lot of different stuff today, championship previews because it's playoff, it's playoff football. We are very excited uh, to talk to you guys live on the Saturday uh, of Wild Card Weekend. So again, we thank y'all very much for liking subscribing to the show and uh, joining us every single week uh, for all this football content throughout the season. Let's go. Thank you. Okay. Next game. I I don't really think we should be long winded about this. Uh, The bucks are favored by eight and a half Sunday at one o'clock on Fox Uh, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Weather is not going to be any factor whatsoever because uh, it's like 75 degrees in Florida in January. So uh, to make a long story short, on this one, the Buccaneers are in the over. But I I, I, I love you, Jalen. Love Jalen Hurts. He's not ready. For, he he not ready for this. Not yet. He's not. Not not yet. Maybe, maybe maybe next year get get him some better talent. Get him some more talent around him. He improves a little bit, but. He's not he, You're not beating Tom Brady in the playoffs, Jalen Hurts. No, I, I don't see that. Uh, if anything, Buck's on the money line in the over. So that's what I think uh, for me, quick and simple. Mom, who do you have?
1: Uh, I was just trying to check the weather. Isn't it supposed to like rain in Tampa tomorrow? Like thunderstorms or something?
0: Keep talking. I'll, uh, I'll get that for you.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so because I had heard that people were commenting about The weather might actually be a factor tomorrow. Um, So if it does rain or if it's thunderstorms or whatever, that could throw off uh, both teams' passing game. Um, So, I mean, generally speaking, you would think that Tampa Bay would take care of Philly without a lot of problem. I mean, Philly kind of backed in a little bit into the, the playoffs um, Jalen Hurst is playing better than he had at the beginning of the season, uh, and I believe they're getting some of their uh, players back who have been hurt, COVID, whatever, uh, so hopefully they'll be a little bit stronger, but on paper, even even without having the um, uh, A.B. there on the field and Chris Guywin, I think Brady can still do a patchwork enough to get past Eagles. I don't think it's going to be a problem. So my thought is Tampa will probably win. I don't think it's going to be a blowout again. I don't think any games are really going to be blowouts, but I think Tampa, well, maybe except for Pittsburgh. Um, uh, Tampa, I think, will win 35 to 24. I guess that is kind of a blowout.
0: Yeah, 35-24 is a blowout, yeah. Yeah, thirty five. Yeah. 11, 11 points. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be fun to see. Um, I will definitely, uh, you know, see what's up with that. So maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think we both like Jalen a lot, but I don't think we're not, 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 not this year. Not against him. Not, not against that dude. So maybe, maybe, uh, uh, you know, we'll see. But uh, Uncle Trevor, what, what do you got on this game?
3: I mean, the Eagles' offense. I guess, I don't know. I'm just not really impressed with their offense. Really don't know how they've been winning games, <laughs> really. But um, I guess the second half they've been coming out stronger than they have in the first half, and that's really um, what's going to get them in trouble in this game. Tampa Bay is missing net and Godwin, and that, that that that's going to hurt them, unless they can get them two back later on. Those are two big. And Antonio Brown, of course. But that's that, 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 that the the offense is weakened for sure. But they might not have to score as many points against the Eagles this week. So the Eagles really, I mean, I, they just don't have the offense that they're that really on, um, which you would need is to go out there and win this game against Tampa Bay. I mean, if, if they could, you know, off, if they could really pass the ball consistently, they could have a chance. But no, I just don't see it. I haven't seen that consistently in the, in the past. So I, I got to pick Tampa Bay, unfortunately. I'd like to see them go down, but I can't see Philly doing it. Uh, Tampa Bay, what, thirty-one
0: fourteen? 14 okay. And that gives us uh, – give Uncle Jamie the last word on this game.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> I, I checked the weather for you, Moan. it's going to be raining, but it starts really at uh, – After the game's over at four. it's a one o'clock game, I think, right? So, yeah. yeah.
0: One o'clock. Yeah. So,
2: it's going to be interesting because, lo and behold, who's the number one team in the rushing? It's the Philadelphia Eagles, believe it or not. Who needs to keep Tom Brady off the floor, off the field? A rushing game. So, But looking at it, they had like a caravan of rushers, right? Sanders, Howard, and but also Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, is that's going to ask a lot to have him throw and run. I think that's going to be a little too much. Yes, he's another Alabama or whatever. Um, you know, the 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 situation may not be too big for him. But I think, you know, Todd Bowles is going to come up with some d- blitzing packages that will make the situation too big for him. They met earlier in the year, and that was when Hurts really never played in, like, the second half of the, uh, of the game. Like consistently, the first half of the year, he really didn't wake up till about middle of the third quarter and consistently. So, but outside of that Dallas blowout, it, they won five out of the last six games, which is good. But another blaring stat, they're 0 6 against all the teams that made the playoffs. So that tells me enough for me. Brady is short a couple of men. Yes, no Brown. <laughs> yes, no uh, Grayson. Um, they're going to miss those two guys. But I think Scott Miller is going to step up. And obviously, Gronkowski's been there, done that. So I think they're going to pay a lot of attention to Mike Evans and try to take Mike Evans out of the game. And I think they might be successful with that. But I do believe Fournette is back today. I think Jones is out for sure, but Fournette is playing today. So I'm going to have to go with the Buccaneers on this one. Brady has more wins than the whole Eagles <laughs> organization as far as playoff wins are concerned. So I think it's not, and, and they have a chip on that show they want to show oh that last. Yeah, it is unbelievable. That's unbelievable. 34, it, is, I mean, yeah.
0: really? That, that's unbelievable. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean no, I, was, like, like, I just want you to understand what you just said. You, you said that Tom Brady by himself right has more playoff wins than the entire <laughs> Eagles franchise. That That's amazing. Historic. It really is. Historic. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's that, just unbelievable. It. Nothing, I, I can't you know, believe it.
2: <laughs> and with that, after the whole Antonio Brown thing, I can picture Arians and the rest of the Temple Bay <laughs> Buccaneers going to have a little chip on their shoulder and say, you know what, we're going to make it back to the Super Bowl without Antonio Brown and prove to everybody that it is. So Tom Brady, being a Tom Brady at home, that's going to be tough. And I think the uh, Ty Bowles is going to come up with a whole bunch of blitz packages to stop Hurts on the run and also Hurts on the pass. So I'm going to go with the uh, Buccaneers. They're going to pull it out in 28-24 um, uh, or so. But, yeah, they'll pull it out towards the end. And, you know, Hertz will play catch up, but not enough. Just like the
0: first game. All right. Well, I, I I think we know what time it is, y'all. We we, we know what game we're talking about, and we know who we're starting with um, I've
1: already unmuted.
0: Yeah, it, it, you know, it, I, I I told I told you uh, off air. I wasn't even going to ask you a question. I'm just going to set it up for you. And I, and I and I've been trying to find where the public is at on this game i i can't seem to get those numbers uh on yahoo sports um
1: maybe they're divided
0: they're they're yeah because they're saying they they got the totals and everything they uh yeah so i i can't give you well i will say when i refreshed it the spread went up a half a point Cowboys minus three and a half. So maybe some cowboy money is coming in here. Um, But yeah, I, yeah, they haven't, uh, they haven't given us any, uh, any of the betting information on the public for San Fran, KC, or Rams game. So I can't give you that information right now, but what I can tell you is you're favored by three and a half points. You're at home. Uh, and the total's 50 and a half. And uh, go.
1: 50 and a half. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I think we could definitely, it could definitely easily be a, you know, 30 20 Dallas win. Yeah. I, 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 well, I'm sorry, 31 20 Dallas win. That would get you over the hump. Um, as always, I am nervous. Okay, there's a lot of pressure on Dallas to do well. Um, For me, from the public, from the stupid pundits, like Quinn's buddy on first take who shall remain nameless. I mean, they all, a lot of people want to see Dallas lose. I mean, either you love them or you hate them. There's really no middle ground. Um, I don't know that I was comfortable with any of the potential matchups that Dallas would have had. Uh, for wild card weekend, because I see flaws in my team that can be exploited by the other team. So, as far as the 49ers are concerned, I am really concerned about Dallas's secondary versus Kittle and Ayuk. And who's that new guy? Jennings or somebody? Um, and then yeah, the Arn
0: Denning.
2: Awesome yeah. game, line.
1: Yeah, I'm like, who was that guy? So I'm very concerned because our secondary has been known to be bad. I mean, Anthony Brown, I'm looking at you. Because he's going to have to play the game of his life so that we don't get just blown out just from long touchdown passes or pass interference calls. Trayvon Diggs can't be so handsy. And you can't just get beat because a lot of times he's going for the interception, taking a chance, takes the wrong chance. That will be detrimental if he does that consistently against the 49ers. Now, on the front end, if Micah Parsons can get in there, if Randy Gregory can get in there, if DeMarcus Lawrence can get in there and just disrupt Jimmy Garoppolo, Get him, it's easy to get him off his game and he starts just throwing the ball anywhere. Then I won't have to worry about what the secondary is doing because Garoppolo is just gonna, you know, mess it up for the 49ers. Okay, so I'm really looking at the defense to really step it up and play above themselves to make sure we stay in the game. Now, on the flip side, Dallas on the offense cannot afford false starts holding, and just stupid plays for no yards. Okay, Um, Kellen Moore, I'm looking at you now. You're going to have to have a really good game plan to counteract the defense on San Francisco because they're pretty good. Nick Bosa and crew, they're going to wreak havoc. So our offensive line has to be on point. Dak, you have to be accurate. behind, high, in the dirt, none of that stuff. You do that, Dak, we will lose. I'm just saying it right now, okay? Yeah, you had a great game against Philly. You had a great game against Washington within the last couple of weeks. You know, I mean, I don't really count that. Can you do that against a team that's actually decent? Like the 49ers. You do that, then you're showing me something. All right, so you need to have your act together and be accurate. Zeke, you need to hit that hole and hit it hard. You know, Zeke is starting to to come around. It looks like he's healthier now. Hopefully, Tony Pollard is playing. I haven't heard if he's playing or not. If we can do that one-two running back punch and keep San Francisco guessing along with accurate pass play, a good routes by C.D. Lamb and um, Amari Cooper, if they run the routes that they're supposed to be running to, our offense can potentially put up a good 40-burger on the 49ers. I mean, if we're clicking, we will win. But that's a big if, and that's what I'm worried about. I don't know the psyche of these guys. I don't know if they're built for this. I hope they are, but I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. But again, picking Dallas, as you all knew, I would do that. Of course, I'm not picking the freaking 49ers. I hate the 49ers. Um, <laughs> so final score is Dallas will score. I think I change I'm gonna change from what I said before. Um, I think I'm gonna say Dallas actually is going to score thirty-seven points and the forty niners will score 28,
0: 37, 28, Dallas. Wow. That's geez. That, yeah. That's sword. <laughs> yeah. That's going way, way over the total. Okay. So um, I'm going to go to uncle Jamie next. Go, go ahead. Uncle Jamie.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, Mona is right. She does have a lot to worry about. I mean, it's Niners. Cowboys haven't had this. Whoever wins usually goes on to the Super Bowl and Wins the Super Bowl, but they haven't met since 94. So it's kind of been interesting. Um, the Niners, I mean, they're quiet, but they're in, right? So, you know, they got in with a four out of five wins and stuff, and, and they beat some pretty good teams, and they beat some playoff teams. They beat Cincinnati. They beat the Rams twice. They beat Philadelphia, whatever that is. Philadelphia is the plus one in this whole situation. But um, it's up to Garofalo. And really it's just going to come down to him whether or not he could really deal with the Dallas pressure. The Dallas line is stacked and the blitzing package. Who's going to have Micah Parsons. Who's going to hold him. Who's going to block him. So what they're going to try to do is run the ball with Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Whether that's successful or not, that's going to be the key. The way uh, the Dallas defense secondary handles the receivers because yes, there's Ayuk, there's also Debo Samuel and Debo Samuel is not even just running. He's passing and he's running out of the backfield. So who's going to handle that? <laughs> Who, Whose who's thing is that? Whose man is that? Diggs? I, I don't know. We'll have to see. So if Diggs handles Samuel, then Ayuk goes crazy and who's going to handle uh, uh, what you call it, the tight end as well. So it, it's going to be interesting which way this goes and how they play it. Hopefully it doesn't come down to coaching because I'm sorry, like I said before, McCarthy's good, but he's better off when he doesn't have to coach than then when he has to coach. And that's the big difference here. So can they Dallas run the ball? That's the question. That's been their thing and their problem throwing in their side even though they got the talent obviously to run the ball but they haven't run the ball as well as they wanted to and the Niners run the ball better so what's going to happen is who can handle the ball and who can handle the clock and what it comes down to eventually Dallas is too talented at the whiteout position and they're just going to have to step up and pull it out and I think they'll pull it out within it probably going to overtime. This is probably if any game's gonna be upset, this is probably one of the better chances of an upset. But I don't think Dallas is ready to give up the season just yet. I'll go with Dallas in overtime thirty-one twenty-eight.
0: Nice. Okay. So Uncle Trevor, what what do you what do you think?
3: Um have a good offensive mind at, as coach. I think that's they're going to Cowboys could be in some trouble because of that. I think they're going to come at Dallas and you know, Dallas defense in a variety of ways. I mean, when I saw what Arizona did to Dallas, that was, if you're a Cowboys fan, that was unsettling. The way Arizona basically, Arizona's offense wasn't really that good in the last half of the season, but they just did what they wanted to against Dallas. And um, I think 49ers really going, too going to try and run the ball. They're gonna they're gonna come at this guy's a really really good offensive mind. He's gonna come at Dallas defense with a whole lot. I think the, the key to Dallas is Prescott needs to come out, or make the, and they they need to come out and get ahead. He has to come out be confident from the beginning of the game. Again, get Dallas you know confident, get them ahead. That happens you know, get four nines behind when they can't with the running game, they, they're trying to have to pass the ball more. And they can use their rushers to get to Garoppolo's face and they'll make some mistakes. That's, that's the Dallas key. You, you want to get ahead and make a, a blowout. You do really don't want this to come down to the fourth quarter. And um, so that's, that's, that's unpredictable because you know, Daffy's done both. They, they've gone ahead early and they've blown out from good teams this year at home. They also, they mess around early. You know, it didn't turn out so well. It's, I don't know about, about Prescott. Like I guess it's hard to know what's going through his mind. I don't, I don't know. But he's the key to this whole game, really. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to say Dallas is going to blow him out. I just, if, if he comes out and makes some early mistakes, they're going to lose this game. There's no doubt. They cannot get they cannot get behind this game. I had to play catch-up. It's very, very difficult. I I go with Dallas. Thinking maybe the, the the former, he'll come out strong, confident. The Dallas at home, they got their new a new mentality this year, more confidence, and they'll blow them out thirty eight twenty one. That's wow. it. It's all it's all depends on how Dak Prescott starts his game. L-
0: let me ask you that's, something. That's so let, let me ask you this before I, before I go. Let me ask you so so say he starts so you know we all watch Dak prescott enough don't know so maybe he'll have a day where you just start like the Washington the game where he, if he comes out like where he played again on sunday night football against washington where the guy was on a mission to to prove that you know this is why they paid me they're paying me 75 million dollars came out had three touchdowns and like had three touchdowns in two minutes. It seems like before he could even pass gas, it was twenty eight to seven. Like you know, like if he comes out like that, you think they're gonna blow him out. But let me ask right. you guys. if they, if he starts off a little slow, you know, you know, like you know, maybe at his first playoff game. Remember, you remember his first playoff game where Dak started off really slow. They were down by a whole bunch of points right, right. To, to green bay what right. what if and then dak turns around uh, dak turns around wakes up and throws for you know 280 300 yards and a half like what so if He's that so really if that like that this
1: season
0: no you don't think so you don't you don't you don't think yeah. so yeah you know, I, I i mean cuz yeah. i cuz like for for me <laughs> the simple and plain with this this game and, and and I've, ta- and I've talked to you, Bob, about this, really, where my head is. For me, this is the hardest game of the weekend. I have no idea. And, I, and I, I'm really tempted to say I have no pick. Because I, I, I truly, when I truly tell you I've been trying to go down on what I've been watching, Who like, I, I follow this, like, and all this other stuff. This game is whatever side you're on, you're going to be wrong type of game. I, I I legitimately I don't trust either one of these teams if I'm just going to be honest with you my heart I would love to see I would love to see Dallas win because to be quite honest why would I not want to see Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott in the playoffs next week like why 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 do I want to see Jimmy G go up to Green Bay where it's going to be negative 10 to get his to, to his face beat in by Aaron Rodgers again why do I want to see that I don't want I don't want to see any anything. I don't want to see that. I would love to see Dak Prescott versus Tom Brady again. Came down to a last second field goal in Tampa, in that stadium. A game that a lot of Cowboy fans I talked to believe they should have won. Believe that, hey, you call you call that offensive PI, you call that right. You know, maybe maybe it's a different story. Maybe we do win. You know, I, I, you know, that, that's something that, um, Cowboy fans have been very adamant and very, uh, vocal about. Now, the 49ers do pose a very bad matchup for the Dallas Cowboys. But if I, but if I'm the Dallas Cowboys defensively, let me just get right, right to it and cut to the chase. Micah Parsons, you take Debo Samuel. You double cover George Kittle. All right, maybe even triple cover him. I don't, I don't care. 85, 8, 19. If you are wearing a white Dallas Cowboys jersey tomorrow, if you see 85 or 19, you put multiple people on him. Those two will not beat me. You will not beat me with George Kittle or or, or Debo. I refuse. If, you, if you're gonna lose Mom, mom, you're gonna have to live with it. And I know you can hear me up there. You're gonna have to live with it. If Jimmy G throws for 400 yards and three touchdowns against your defense, live with it. It just, it just wasn't your year. But, but if you think you, y'all is gonna go, what, what's your front four? And I think your front four is gonna get pressure on him. You better account for 19 and 85. You take your chances with everybody else. You, that, that, that's your defensive game plan. You get pressure on Jimmy G. You knock his face in, and you better cover George Kittle and Debo. It's as simple as that. Offensively, look, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa called your called your offensive line out, mom. He called he called your offensive line out. What you got for him? Are, are 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 you are you gonna show up? Are you gonna block the man? Because if you don't, if you don't block if you don't block Nick Bosa. I don't really care what Dak Prescott does because you can't do anything when you're sitting on your ass on the ground. You can't do anything. You, you need it, 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 Whatever you do, if you are a cowboy offensive lineman, if you see 97 in red, you block him. You you put two people on him. I don't Zeke Elliott. You're good at the chip. Zeke uh, T- Dalton Schultz? You may not get your ten catches today, bud. You better block. Joe, you, you better block Nick Bosa if you want to win the football game. Block him, period. That's, that's, that's it. Is what it is. Mom, where you guys have an advantage? The San Fran secondary is not very good. It's just not. It's not very good. You can your your guys can have, you know, a decent amount of success. I believe. If you protect him, because you, you have to protect, protect Dak Prescott, okay? So, I think CD could have a field day. I think Dalton Schultz, Dak, Dak loves him. That, that's, your, that's his favorite target when it really comes right down to it. Dak Prescott l- l- likes Dalton Schultz the most. He'll throw him the ball. Um, Ze- Zeke is going to have to... um. Zeke, Zeke's going to have to run the ball at least somewhat effectively, Bob. I mean, because you you can't have um you can't have Zeke uh, you, you can't have Dak Prescott throwing the ball sixty times. That's a um, recipe the for disaster. That, that,
1: hey Quinn, the way yeah. that Zeke runs the ball well is if they put uh, Connor Williams in as that fullback. Yeah, I think Maybe. that's that's going to be the way they do that. But if they do it just the way they've been doing it, without having the fullback. Uh,
0: position no. accounted for, it's not going to go well. No, I, I, and I, and I think, and I think you should do that. I, I would definitely, um, I, I look, I think the Cowboys really should have a concerted effort to run the football. Um, I, I you know, because the thing, the thing is, like, like I, I just, I, I just wonder what you what th- what you think, Rob. I mean, because seriously, this is your team, and I want to know really where your heart is with this, because if if, how how do you really want Dallas to attack this? Do you want, do you want them to be like, Hey, we are making a concerted effort to run the ball down your throat. We, we are going to have a fullback. We're going to have Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. And we're literally going to line up in a, in a two tight end set and run the ball down your throat. Or do you want Dak Prescott to be like, Oh, yeah. There's a reason why Jerry Jones paid me 160 million dollars. Like, this is my game. I'm, I I okay. I I've got, yeah. Go, please. Please go. Please. This
1: is what this is what I want. And this is what everyone wants for their team. They want a balanced offense. They don't want to lean too heavily one way or the other. Unless you're Tennessee and you got Derrick Henry and he can just run all over the place. Um we want to obviously run to establish the pass. So we want to run and and wear down the defensive line and then you know sprinkle in some passes. You know, be I just want them to be smart about it. I don't want honestly Dak throwing 50 times. Yeah. If Dak is throwing 50 times, that's a problem.
0: That that that's what I'm yep, that was what I was trying to get at. Yep. Yep. Okay, you answered that. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I mean we've got like the two tight end set. I had no problem with that. The fullback set. I mean the line has to do their job. They have to win those battles, okay? And, yes, if we run and Zeke and Tony or whoever the combination is, you know, gets to 100 yards or more, chances are we are going to win the game as long as, you know, we don't, you know, turn the ball over. So I just think that you've got to be balanced on, on your know, run-pass ratios. So that's it. That's yeah, it. It protect
0: the ball. Look, I look. I, I'm sorry. I've re, I've been really excited today. I've been a little long winded on this, and then we'll we'll get we'll breeze through the last two. Uh, Uncle Trevor will start you off uh, with the Steelers uh, after this. I, I I think the determining factor for me. I I, I still don't know if I'm a bet this game. I really I really don't say. I I I, I have, I'm not sure if I'm going to bet this game, but uh, I will say that. Um. I, I, I will say that the public, everyone I've talked to really, really, really is on the 49ers. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people really like what San Fran's doing. Um, I think a lot of people also just don't like Dallas. So um, that could be a part of, you know, that 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 could be a part of this too, but. I'm gonna pick Dallas to win. It it's gonna be a really close game. I I I really hate I, I hate the fact that this is gonna come down for you, Mom. It's gonna come down to a field goal uh fest. And my it and it, it just it really just may. Like I, I and I'm sorry uh that, you know, this is gonna be your fate on tomorrow night, tomorrow night on CBS, but this is going to come down to the final possession of the game. Whoever's got it last, I think is going to win. I think it's going to be a phenomenal football game. I, I really, really do. I, I will pick Dallas, and, I, and I, I'm not even sure. I'm, I'm not even sure at the end of the show I'll end up picking them, but um, my heart wants Bucks Cowboys. So uh, if, that, if that's the case, I'll uh, I'll uh, do do that. So that, that's my pick. Okay, Uncle Trevor, we're coming to you here Sunday night on NBC. They we we saw uh, we already saw the forecast. Well, did you see that snow? Did you see? Did you see it was snowing in Kansas City? Did you see it? Well, did you see it?
1: Did you see it? Yeah, it's snowing
0: in Kansas City. Oh boy, oh boy, this is not going I'm cold thinking about it. Yeah, that that that's not good. Uh, all right, Uncle Trevor. I mean, let, let, just you're going to make us laugh here, so just just go. Steelers, no, and Chiefs, go, go. <laughs> what's the
3: weather, what's the weather forecast for tomorrow night?
0: Uh, keep talking. Good. Just 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 keep talking. I'll look it up.
3: Um, I mean, Pittsburgh has no offense. The offensive line is a disgrace. I'm mean, the offensive <laughs> coordinator is so good. Matt Matt Canada is awful. He needs to go. I would let Big Ben call the plays tomorrow oh. night. Say, Matt Canada, go go to McDonald's
0: have a happy meal. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I think
2: it's not good that good bad. Anymore. It's uh, thirty-four degrees, partly yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no well, well, time. but 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 no look, the specific. game's at eight fifteen to... though. But wait, but wait, the, the game's yeah, at eight fifteen. Yeah, I'm looking so at eight tonight. o'clock.
2: That's pick-off yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, eight o'clock.
3: That's, okay. that's that's bad. Yeah, that's not no great. Yeah. Coaches, but... yeah, yeah. Um, look, oh. the offensive line, the offense is bad. The defense isn't really that bad against the pass. Not good against the run. I mean, look, there's, there's there's no chance. There's there's, there's none. There's no chance going to win this game. So yeah, that's what I mean, maybe Pittsburgh has some pride and they keep it to three touchdowns. Maybe. 31 10, they're showing pride. And can't see really want to humiliate them. Andy Reid, he might show some class. He doesn't want to, you know, bury, bury a fellow coach or whatever. But, you know, Pittsburgh has no chance of winning this game. Not, not with this offense. This is a disgrace. Uh, it's embarrassing how bad this offense is. <laughs> I cannot overstate uh, how bad
0: uh, it is. And the
3: best player is questionable. Oh, running back God. is questionable. So, I mean, you know, oh, gosh. Kansas is going to win. I can't give a score. I
0: guess i wait thirty-one ten. 31-10 if I score. Okay, 31-10. Okay. Oh, a, a, gosh. A
3: touchdown. There being a, a, a touchdown by sympathy for Kansas. Let Pittsburgh score a touchdown to avoid humiliation.
0: Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, man. Uncle Jamie, what, what do you have? That was great. Oh, that was great. Uncle Jamie, what do you have?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with them. I mean, you can't <clears throat> you feel bad for Ben, and it's his last game, perhaps, and you know they can pull it out, but it's just too much pressure on him, too much pressure on young players, right? Najee Harris is a the running back, great rookie sensation, but it's really gonna come down to him keeping Pat Mahomes off the field, and that means with a good offensive line or not with a good offensive line. Um, the Steelers are the worst team in the league stopping the run. Period. Mm. And not that Kansas City's the greatest team running the ball, but they do pretty well with Darren Williams. Even though uh uh Hilaire is not playing, it's still gonna be coming down to the running ball, especially with this cold temperature at night. They want to establish the run and keep not make Mahomes force him into doing stuff, but you know, it's just too many weapons, too many weaponry. Try to look at the game that they played earlier back in week fourteen or week sixteen a couple of weeks back. It was 33 to 10, like in the yeah. first half. Yeah. That was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, didn't even show up. Good. I mean, yeah. there was just yeah. you know, yeah. wow.
0: That, that we was, didn't that even that know. Good. And it
2: wasn't that Mahomes. that wasn't Mahomes best game. It was just average game, you know, no big deal. They didn't run the ball very well. They just kept turning the ball over. Steelers cannot turn the ball over tonight, uh, tomorrow night. Period. They got to keep the ball as much as they can in their possession. They can dunk, perhaps uh, keep it short passes, keep Ben off uh, upside instead of smacked around. round. Uh, can they do that? But again, I think you know Spagnola is probably going to stop the run. He sees probably Najee Harris as the biggest threat on the Steelers, and they're going to stop the run immediately. Juju Smith-Suchin may or may not play. He's back perhaps. And can he play if he is? He's obviously not going to be a hundred percent. So that goes back to uh, Chase Claypool and also um, Devontae. Too big of a scene for them. Uh, I think, you know, especially if Ben's got the pressure, the wall's coming down on him. This is the end of his career. You know, if he's down by 10, 15 points, it's going to be pretty bad and ugly. T.J. Watt's going to be, you know, putting the pressure on Mahomes. That's going to be great. But really, does really they're going to just do short pass screen passes to keep T.J. Uh, T. Watt off of uh, Mahomes, definitely. I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. They're going to probably uh, stop the run. Is going to be their main focus. And I think they're going to not run away with it. Well, yeah. Okay. Can you say run away with it? Yeah, they're going to win by at least 10. So I'll go 24-10 in the cold weather. 24-14, sorry. Win by 10.
0: 24-14. Oh. All right. Well, 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 well my, my computer's down to, what, 19%. So we're going to make this quick here. Battery savers on 18%. So... I think we can get this done before my computer decides to die. So let's go. All right, uh, real quick, the Chiefs are going to win. I, I, I would love, I would love it, Ben. Just, I would love it, Ben went up there, beat them because the last playoff game he won was in that building on, on a cold weather game. I, I just could I could see it happening, but then again, I can't see it happening. Ben, Ben, it's just they don't have enough offense. Uncle Trevor's right. I mean. I, I would love chaos. I would love for the Chiefs to just, the Chiefs to just lose because I could just see Chiefs pundits to just, just how, I, I would just, just to laugh, just to laugh at Nick Wright Monday morning would just, to just do my black soul very, very good. I, I want, I wish, I, I want the Chiefs to lose so bad just for that guy. Just, just, just so I can laugh at Dick Wright, and ain't gonna happen though. I gotta wait till next week though. The Chiefs, Chiefs going to win. Chiefs going to win and cover. Right, make, make a, a long story short. Mom, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any scenario where Pittsburgh wins. Um, yeah. I mean, did you see how bad they looked last week, oh, even against man, Baltimore? They yeah, they were really bad.
0: Yeah, but that's that's Steelers Ravens, though, Mom. That's different though. That's
1: Steelers. That game's, games always. That that game's always. Robinsburg is just bad back
0: there. I they mean, make, yeah. they make, anyway, they make baby clock with <laughs> <laughs> <don't think> <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're probably right. I mean, I don't. I don't oh God, I, I. <sighs> I mean, the Chiefs won thirty six to ten. Like, I I don't know. Like, maybe I should just bet. Like, go like go up to fifty and then just bet it under or something. I maybe just like forget a side. Maybe I just do that or something. I, I the Chiefs the Chiefs should win, but I'm just telling you, if the Chiefs lose, I'm gonna be like the most insufferable human being on earth because I will find every Chiefs fan I know and laugh in their face. Like I'm just telling you, <laughs> like I, I will find every single Chief. I, I will find every Bills fan I know and every Chiefs fan. If the Patriots win and the Chiefs lose, my, my, oh, my Lord. Oh, oh my Lord, bro. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, see. Buffalo especially because you can't lose a rookie quarterback. I'm just telling you. You, you just can't do it. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that takes us to the last game, Monday night. The first ever Monday night game on ESPN and ABC on Monday night. You got the Cardinals and the Rams. And to make a long story short, on this one, I'm picking the Cardinals because the game's on the road. If the game was at home, I'm picking the Rams. It's as simple as that. I, I the car, the Cardinals, uh, win games on the road and are awful at home. Ser- period. End of story. Cardinals for me. Mom, I
1: think the Rams are going to win. I think they have a little bit more firepower than the Cardinals, so I'm I'm going to say the Rams win. Uh, it's going to be a close one, but they win nonetheless.
0: Yep. Uncle Trevor?
3: I some back position. Connor and Edmonds both may or may not play, may not play. So Plus, Hopkins is already out. I'll take the Rams.
0: Uncle Jamie? Uh, it's a tough one to call,
2: but I think I'm going to have to side with the Rams as well because they just have more firepower and stuff. But, um, you know, remember that time when the, the Cardinals were like 8-0 and undefeated and everybody thought they were going to be the world beaters, and then they slid all the way to number five slot? So, yeah, yeah I right. I like the Rams, but the Rams laid an egg yes, last week against the 49ers who owned them. But speaking of own, you know, the Rams own the Cardinals. They have one and nine against them, especially all, all time. So yeah. I'm going to have to go with the Rams. They just got a more balanced and uh more uh, firepower. Watch out for a uh, OBJ to have a good game.
0: I'll go with the Rams. All right. That is wild card weekend. Uh, picks real quick. I'm not sure if we're, well, maybe we'll just put the, we'll, we'll do the picks on the show. Uh, Real quick for best bets of the week. Uh I I, guys, I I I hate to be chalk guy, but let's just be honest about this. The Bucks are gonna the Bucks are gonna win and cover. Um The Bucs are gonna win and cover. That's the first thing. And and the Chiefs. I just honestly, the Chiefs. it's not like I I I could be I I can laugh at being sufferable all I want to, but but let's just be honest. The Chiefs if the Chiefs lose to the Steelers, I mean the backlash is just going to be unbelievable. I, I think the Chiefs will wait until like Joe Burrow gets a hold of him next week or something, maybe to to beat <laughs> to, to to choke, you know, maybe. But um, yeah, uh, the Chief Chiefs. Uh, I probably bet that bet that line down though, because uh, I now I, now I'm playing with the lines now, now I could get in the like line. Chiefs by eight or nine or something, and just bet that maybe. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win. So, yep, that's what I got there for best bets. Real quick, let's get these picks in. Uh, Mom, we're coming to you. Saturday, 4.30 on NBC. Bengals, Raiders, who do you have officially? Bengals. Uncle Trevor.
3: Oh, yeah, Bengals.
0: Bengals. Uncle Jamie? Bengals. Oh, there's is official. Oh, this is a fish. Oh, fish. Bangles. Official that picks. Fish. Yep. Yep. Official picks. Yep. yep, yep. And uh, I will. God.
1: Oh, man. I, Come on.
0: I, I Come so on. You want, can... the... I still want the Raiders to win. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Your battery's running out,
1: Quinn.
0: Yeah, my battery's running out. You're right. Give me the Bengals. Let's go. Bangles. There we go. Uh, Saturday night. Look. Heart pick, Pats. Head <laughs> <heart> pick, pick <laughs> Buffalo. I want to be wrong about this. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to be Buffalo for me, Mom. Buffalo. Uncle Trevor. New
1: England.
0: And Uncle Jamie.
3: The Bills.
2: The, the Bills, Bills.
0: Okay. All right, Uncle Trevor, Lone Wolf, and that Sunday games, Tampa. i uh, lock and load, Bucks. Bucks. Simple as that, Uncle Jamie. Bucks. Easy. Mom. Tampa Bay. Uncle Trevor. Fox. All right. Fox uh CBS Sunday at four thirty. Give me the God. Uh God, this is tough. God, this is so tough. Uh give give me the Cowboys and I mean and I mean barely give me the Cowboys to win. Uncle Jamie. Uh Cowboys. Okay. Uh, Mom's picking the Cowboys, and that leaves Uncle Trevor. From
3: Dallas.
0: Okay. We're all picking Dallas. Sunday night on NBC, give me the Chiefs. Lock and load. Just all all serious. Just lock and load. Kansas City. Mom?
1: Kansas
3: City.
0: Uncle Jamie. Chiefs. And Uncle Trevor. Kansas City. All right. And that takes us to Monday Night Football in L.A. Uh We just talked about it, Uncle Trevor. Who do you have Monday night? Man. Uh, are we doing a score Mom, or oh. what? What are we doing here or now? Just just picks. We I
1: think we already did a score.
0: Yeah, we did. We did a score. <laughs> right, you're right. You're right. We did a score. Don't worry about it. Well, Go we'll though. just put it in the gr- Uh uh-huh. Never mind. Never mind. Go no,
1: ahead.
3: no.
0: Oh, it, it's all right. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it in the group chat. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know who went. I think somebody's got the Rams. Uncle Trevor's got the Rams. Mom, who do you have? Rams. Little Jamie? Uh, Rams, 45-35. Got to give me the Cardinals, 37-30, t- Cardinals. So that's what I got. All right, guys, we did it. Wild Rican is here. Let's all we we got three hours. we got three hours. We can all relax, get our voices ready, and I'm going to have to run and try and see if I can make some money this weekend. So that's what I'm going to be doing tonight until 7-something <laughs> while I make my way back because I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this game with people, like, other than Bob. Like, I don't know if I can do this tonight. Like, I, this is going to, like, this is going to be really bad. I don't know. Um, I really hope we win, though. But anyway... All right, that's that's it. Next week, we're going to talk about the Elite Eight, the NFC divisional playoff game. Games, uh, it depended on, yeah, no, because the games are going to be late. So I'll, maybe I'll do a reaction show during the week. But next week, the crew is back to talk about the NFC and AFC divisional playoff on our way to Super Bowl 56. But for, but, uh, to end the show, please like, subscribe, rate the show if you like what you hear. And follow the show on the McKenzie Report Facebook group. Thank y'all very much for watching and listening. Sorry. I'm very excited, obviously. And uh, we'll see you next week for the NFC and AFC Divisional Playoff Weekend. Enjoy Wild Card Weekend from the Always 100 Podcast. Peace and have a great, great weekend. Stay safe, folks. And go Pats.
1: Go Cowboys!